Uh, today's episode is going to be super, super special because we have Leela here and secret that Leela is the one that gets to put our episodes out into the world so that all of you can listen to it. So such a honor to welcome Leela to today's episode. Thank you for being here. Thank you. Thank you so much, Sarah, for inviting me and for allowing me to be here. It's so cool. <laughs> yes, such such an honor. And so before we dive into Leela and all the amazing that she is doing in the world, um, let's take a moment to ground ourselves, connect with our breath, and then come back. <laughs> so when you're ready, um, we're just going to close our eyes and um, settle into your body in this now moment. Releasing anything that no longer is serving you, any thoughts, any past experiences, any future thoughts, just let it all go right here, right now. And when you're ready, we're going to take a couple deep breaths together, inhaling through your nose and exhaling, inhaling. Exhaling, inhaling, exhaling, to ignite you, to expand you, creating the awareness that you are needing in your mind and your body right here, right now. Allow this episode to create that space, create that awareness to know that you are here now doing it. You are an experience of this now moment with every breath you take, with every experience you listen into and have. And when you're ready, coming back into your body, allowing yourself to be this new version of you, allowing all that is with you right here, right now to be here. And when you're ready, gently opening your eyes and coming back to the space. Mm. thank you thank you so so much i love absolutely love listening to your to your light language activations i feel Thanks. like in my whole body oh <laughs> thank, 
Oh, thank you so much. It means a lot. And, and it's fun to just hear um, what each body is saying and what tones and what sounds are needing to come through in this moment. So th it's an honor to be able to access this and, and create that space. Mm -hmm. uh, and so I want to dive into your journey of like, where did, you know, your spiritual journey kind of start? And then also want to dive into the experience of wanting to travel the world and what that was like for you and anything else that you feel that comes up um, when you're sharing. Mm, okay. Okay. <laughs> this is so exciting. I had um, a moment before I jumped on the call and I was uh, reflecting on on my journey and more like the the traveling journey and how it aligns and how it kind of like the same way as my spiritual awakening started too and what I was really searching for and what I realized that I find within myself so that's that's again something that I am kind of um, realizing that all these travelings are something that you might be searching for something and then at the end like in so many books it has been written that you find it within yourself and that's kind of the same experience for me too but but going back um okay so your first question Sarah was more like okay going on my or my spiritual journey or the beginning of my path in that sense I think it it started about maybe two years ago something around that, that mark. <laughs> and, um, and it all started with me wanting to travel the world and following my heart and those breadcrumbs that I had within me. That was always kind of a nudge for me to, to go traveling because for me, traveling always meant that um, I can meet with new people. I can experience new cultures, new food, um, I'm able to speak foreign languages and I can practice those and connect with people who are not only uh, with people who are here in Hungary, but from so many other people from the world. And, and I think that kind of, that was my, I don't know, following my curiosity. And that always, I know whenever I traveled, it always lit me up so much. And I was, I was always feeling like fully myself when I was traveling and having those experiences that I felt that, oh, I don't need to be anyone else besides me because here, I don't know, it just felt like that, oh, here no one knows me. So I can really be this new version of myself or I can fully be me. And for some reason that's, I know it's, it has just created in my mind. It has been created in my mind that here at home, I cannot do that which is silly. <laughs> and now I know that this is not the case. It was just all in my, in my head. And now as I'm getting more awareness on that, um, I'm realizing that, oh, like I can actually embody my fullest version and full self here at home too. But these travelings really helped me in that. Um, and how did I get started uh, with the travel? experience so I had I actually I think you, you know that started I've, I've been an exchange student a couple of times so I've had travel experiences before and I've lived abroad I, like four or five times now in my life for like a longer period of time 
but the most recent one was um, when I went to Mexico, Mexico, Nicaragua, and a week to, to the United States. And that was during the pandemic. I started that in 2020, October, and returned home in this year, in 2021, in, in June, the end of June. And that was a full eight-month journey into the unknown. <laughs> and to be fair with you, sir, I don't even know what I was, um, what I really wanted to get out of this journey. I had some ideas, yet it completely transferred into another type of journey. <laughs> like I didn't know it will be about more like this spiritual awakening and even going deeper in this journey. I thought that it's, I, I thought it's going to be something else, but it, it, it was, it was meant, this journey was meant for that. Um, yeah, I think in a, I'm curious if you have any, I don't know, any kind of questions that you think it would be good for us to touch on. Yeah, as you're sharing one, like, I'm just honoring that experience of just kind of like, get it going up and just, you know, taking over the world essentially of like okay like we have no idea what's happening and here I am gonna just travel you know the world and so you said the first place that you went to was Mexico right yes and so yeah. what what did you like if you were to sum up Mexico like in your inner world and outer world like what really was the most profound experience that you had when you went to Mexico coming from Hungary and like, how was the culture different? How, what did you learn and embody as you were on your travels alone and what like stuck with you the most? Mm -hmm. Oh, I love your question. <laughs> and I think as you were asking me, I already have a really good reflecting answer for that or a really good reflection that now I'm just realizing that it happened um so when I first went to Mexico okay so the so imagine Sarah when uh when I told my parents and my friends that I'm going to Mexico everyone told me like everyone looked at me like I'm crazy and this is like a really dangerous part of the world and how come you you go there alone and this is a crazy idea you shouldn't do that and yet in my heart like I knew that I want to go there because I've, I've I've always been really drawn to um to this um uh, Latin American, this Southern, Southern American culture. So I learned, I learned Spanish in high school and in university too. And I just felt this calling to this region. I really, really wanted to go and experience the people, the culture, the food, everything that is, the music, everything that, that Mexico has for me and, and other parts of, of Central and, and South America. Yet I, I haven't been to uh, South America but that's on my bucket list as well but I, I know when I first arrived to Mexico I was really scared <laughs> I was 
I, I know that I, I looked around and I thought that, oh, it, it looks so different from the place where I'm from. There are all these huge fences and it feels like that people are locking themselves up. And um, I don't know, it just felt like that it's not safe for me the very first time when I arrived. And, um, and I think that was probably was mainly because of all these imprints or others beliefs on me that it's not safe so this is what I saw too yet um so so what happened I stayed in Mexico for about a month and a half and then I went to Nicaragua and then I returned to Mexico two months later from Nicaragua and imagine when I returned to Mexico I felt like I'm coming back home it was so such a different type of feeling and experience when I returned back. I really felt like that, oh, like I already know this place, even though I've been there for a month and a half. Yet when I was traveling back to Cancun, that was the place where I arrived first. And when I returned back from Nicaragua, I went to Cancun again. I really felt like that, oh, like I know this place already and it feels welcoming and warm. And at that time I already had... Um, I already made new friends and um, I knew most of the areas in Cancun um, and, and also in other parts of Mexico too. But, but when I just, just remembering when I went back to Cancun that like I already knew where I'm going to and the friends I can call. And um, it was just a really, really nice experience to, to feel like I'm, I'm going home, even though it was a, a different, it's, it's yeah, <laughs> it's not like Hungary at all. But that was something that I think um, really, that experience really stuck with me, almost like a really profound experience, that feeling, feeling I'm, I'm at home. And some other experience that was, um, so one of, one of the experiences just all together when we were talking about traveling um, and less of the spiritual aspect, even though it's all connected, but in the, the first time when I was in Mexico for a month and a half, for the last 10 days, I went to an island. So I stayed in Cancun for a month and then I went to an island called Holbosch. And that's a little bit north from Cancun, not too far away. And it's a gorgeous, a, an incredible island. And the fun part about it is that it's not super developed at the moment. And they don't even have like on the streets, you're walking in the sand. And their main street, you're, based, you're walking on sand. So many people were not even using uh, shoes at all not even flip-flops nothing they were walking barefoot because you can actually do that and uh, and it's surrounded by um by the sea and um and I just remember that being in I stayed in a ho hostel for about 10 days and everyone was so welcoming there and I I've made it was such an it was a really, really good experience. There were a lot of Argentinians who were staying there for some odd reason, who knows why, but there were like 15 Argentinians <laughs> in that one hostel and there were not that many people. <laughs> so it was all of them and they were so kind and welcoming. And, and I remember those nights when we cooked together, we cooked pizza together, we cooked other foods as well. And we were just sharing the food, the experiences, we were talking a lot. 
playing some board games and and having really good conversations and I felt like I'm at home with them too I think this community aspect was something that I've I've been kind of looking for throughout my whole traveling so feeling like that oh I belong to a community and and I feel like that um um, that they are um, like me or or I can see my own expression mirroring back to me um, so I could re- I, I know I remember I felt really really good uh, throughout those 10 days and throughout the whole journey altogether but that's almost like that's kind of like a highlight for me mm, I love that and it goes to show that like when we feel at home in our bodies, right? Like we create these experiences outside of us that now reflect what it is that we're wanting. Like when you first arrived to Mexico, like you had brought all those beliefs of what others were sharing. And like, then you were like, whoa, like this is like super scary and I have no idea. But the more that you kind of worked with it and you settled in and you found your space and you, and you started to create, you found that you were home the whole time. Home is where our hearts are. Right. And so it doesn't matter if we're in one space or a different space or whatever, but like the more that we understand that we are creating our realities based on what we're thinking inside and allowing the outer expression to express what it is that we are feeling inside. And so it's so magical that you got to have that experience head on, you know, of like seeing yourself from the beginning of like, whoa, what what did I do here to like, then being like, wow, like, this is what I wanted the entire time. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, I fully agree. And I think at those back then, even a year ago, I wasn't even aware of many things that I am now. And it's just so, and yet I feel like I can still yeah, really embody those things that we are talking about, especially body awareness and how we feel inside that will be reflected in the outside world too. Because sometimes we would feel that, oh, first I want to have that confirmation from the outside world to feel love cherished by others. And then I can feel like inside, but it actually works the other way around. And uh, even though sometimes it can feel like that, um, almost like challenging for me at times, yet I know that, oh, this is actually the way for that, isn't it? Yes, exactly. It's so, it's so profound when you can actually know that experience you know like you see it like okay like that is exactly what I was thinking or feeling and like whoa now it's coming at me like super head on and I can change it based on changing myself from the inside so Mm -hmm. so beautiful and now I'm curious about like heading to Nicaragua because Nicaragua is probably a completely different place than Mexico and you got to meet some of our teammates and hang out with some like really fun Instagram friends that turned to <laughs> like family and and all these things in person right so like how was that experience for you mm. oh so going to Nicaragua okay so to be frank with you one of the reasons why I decided to why I 
kind of gather my courage to really go to this area in the world and first to Mexico and then to Nicaragua is that one of them was because of Becca. Because <laughs> I know I saw one of her posts about how she's building a, a digital nomad community in Nicaragua and she's inviting people there. Um, and I just thought that, okay, this is my sign from the universe that I've been waiting for for so long. <laughs> so this is the time to actually act on it. That was one of the reasons. And the other one was um, I had two friends in, in Cancun. I already knew one of them. I connected with her on Instagram with Jasmine and another friend of mine who was an exchange student at our home. But, but these, I think these three people were the major, um, um, I don't know, players in my, in my ability to actually say yes to this trip. And um, so my journey to Nicaragua, it was actually a really fun one and exciting one. <laughs> Just how I crossed the border and how like arriving there. Because during these times, I, I actually went from, from Cancun. I went to, I flew to the United States for a week. I went there for a retreat. And, uh, and then um, I knew that I'm, okay, then my, uh, my second or third destination will be Nicaragua. Um, but at that time, you didn't, you couldn't really, there were not really flights directly from the US to Nicaragua. So I had to go to Costa Rica. And then I took a lo local bus to drive me up to the border. And then I actually walked through the border, Sarah. <laughs> this was, <laughs> and I remember I had my big backpack and just to travel lighter, I didn't bring my other one. And, and I know it was oh, so tiring and exhausting. <laughs> Yet I could like, I could never stay that in other places where I walked to the, walk up to the border. And that's where, we had the security check and, and where I could enter to the country. And my next, um, well, my, I, I went, I went str not straight, but my, my second night was on, on the island of Ometepe, mm. where, where Becca lives as well and, and some other friends too. And so I took a, a boat and I, I went over to Ometepe to this magical island mm. and it, it literally, for me, it looks, it, it reminded me of Bali, even though I've never been to Bali, mm. but just based on the photos I've seen of Bali, it, it looks much like that too, but there are two volcanoes, there are two volcanoes on, on, on Matepe, and it's not a, um, there are no rice fields there, yet there are so many farmlands. I think the whole <laughs> island is filled with farmlands. Yeah, and and it's it's a really it's a beautiful a beautiful place. And I remember that when I arrived on the island, that Becca came to greet me uh, with Amari with her boyfriend, and they came to us. And I was actually traveling with Amari's with her boyfriend's mom and partner because no. they were going to the island as well and they are actually they have moved there for a longer period of time and we were traveling together so when they came to pick us up we were all there like a big family <laughs> and oh my gosh. it was it was really wow I I loved how they welcomed us I felt yeah I felt so welcomed on the island right away and um 
um yeah and the rest is history <laughs> not really but <laughs> wow that sounds so amazing and again like you had no idea what was in store for you and you just took that leap of faith and and trusted that you were going to get to and experience what it is that you needed to experience which mm-hmm. is amazing and like your heart has changed forever based on that experience that you had right mm-hmm. I agree I agree oh. So good. And can now, can you share like a little bit about what you do at the Shun Collective and SBA and also with your own private company that you have and and some of the things that you're working on and creating to, to bring to the world? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> so, so with Ashun, um, I actually joined Ashun over a year ago. And I think I was along those, um, not the very, very first member, but I was uh, someone who Becca contacted and asked me if she had this brilliant idea. She had this new idea and she was very excited about it. And, and she asked me if I would like to participate. And I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, that's, that, sounds, that sounds like a good idea or I didn't know what I'm saying yes to. All I knew is that, oh, I really like Becca. So whatever idea she has, I'm, I'm on board. So that was more like because of just her personality and the energy that she uh, brings to the word. And um, so I joined Tushin Collective and it's shifted in a way or some way what I'm, I'm doing. But I think it was always around kind of the same uh, area, if you can say so. And that's um, the social media part. They're managing or um, making sure that the content goes out on the on the channels, which is something that I am learning as we are progressing and as we are we are we are building a, a brand. Um, but that's one area I've I've been doing and also participating on the on the coaching sessions and guiding clients through their awakening and and helping them with marketing, um, with more of the, if you can say the earthy business, like the (laughs) three dimensional business things, that is is something that um, is still here. And and, um, and I think those are important aspects to to the way that you communicate your message. It's important for others to be able to um, clearly understand what you do. So I'm, I'm, I'm trying to, or not just trying, I, this is what I'm helping with, <laughs> with others in, in the container. And um, outside of, um, outside of Ashun, what I do, I've, I've created a, um, a brand about a year and a half ago, or soon two years ago, uh, it's called Her Social Collective. Which is now, which is now merged into Ushun, yet it's still, um, it's still in the process of creation. And what I do there, that's a virtual assistant and social media management agency. Mm-hmm. And what we do for clients is when someone comes to us and they are a busy entrepreneur, maybe some of them are begin in the beginner stages. Some of them are more; um, they've been in business for a longer time. And what they all um, 
need is, is some support in their business, that they already have some workflows in place and they would like someone to take over those activities and tasks that uh, they get to do like on a, I don't know, weekly or on a consistent basis to make sure that someone is actually checking off those boxes and, and doing that. And whether if it's about social media, posting management or um, website or landing page creation, what I've also done or doing is course setups. There are many clients who are creating their own digital courses and they need some support in, in setting up the course. Um, so that's, um, in a nutshell, that would be it, what I'm, what I'm doing for Oshun and for, for her social collective. Uh, and I mean, the, the, like what you're sharing doesn't even give like, like, like all the work that you do is so amazing. Like I've gotten to experience it hands-on from like helping with our current newsletter that we just launched and just the social media things and creating those courses and the branding and everything like you really have a gift like I don't like I could like run through it but like Leela definitely has this unique way of like sharing what it is that you're wanting to share and put it in this beautiful package and wrapping it up and sending it out to the world so Mm -hmm. I like just love what you're doing for Ashun and for her um, your collective, her social collective, and all the things, because I just feel like a lot more people are gonna need this or want this, you know, in the future. So you're like setting up that stage for for more. Mm, thank you, thank you so much, Sarah, for saying that and acknowledging me. Mm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's so good. It's just it speaks from the heart. Like it's just everything that you have done is. So, so amazing. And so now where can everyone find you so that they can connect with you and see what everything that you're doing and, and if they're wanting to reach out? Oh, yes, yes. Um, So I think I would say mainly Instagram. That's the place where I hang out the most and that you can find me there under her social collective. That's the brand that I'm I'm running and that's where I'm checking the messages too. <laughs> so that's the place. And also the other one is, well, under our brand, Ocean Collective, but that's more like for you, sorry, who is checking the messages there. So yeah. if you want to connect with, with, with Ocean Collective, you'll be most likely first connected with Sarah. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> but we're all we're all unique and, and one, right? So you're connecting with all of us and just tapping yeah. into everyone's energy and giving the collective uh signature line, yes. whatever that is. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this episode has been so amazing. Thank you so much for for sharing all the things that you have learn through your travels, through your experiences of embodying more of yourself so that you can go out there and be your truest self and allow life to reflect back to you. Um, I feel like all of us are, are really learning this right now, you know, as our world is kind of in a different state and we're getting to choose whether we want to participate in that or not you know and so by you going out there and and doing it like you are you're helping each of us so thank you Mm -hmm. for all you're doing and what you have done and what your future self will do soon (laughs) 
Wow, thank you. Thank you so much, Sarah, for, for all your kind words and for all that you do and for bringing me on the podcast that finally we could schedule this time and find, find a time for it. I'm so honored to be here, truly. Ah, oh, so good. Well, until next time, bye for now. <laughs>